This is episode 174 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. Today I have Alex Papley on the show and he shares how a online store increased their revenue by 20% by simply saying thank you. So let's dive right into it. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce coffee break. In normal day-to-day life, if you get something, you say thank you. Now, in online business, that might look different. Usually get an order confirmation email and that's it, and then you might get your order at some point. But saying thank you can make actually a huge difference in the customer experience and you can really notch it up a game and that's what we are going to talk about today so as a guest on the show today i have alex papley he is the founder of thank you video it gives a little bit away what we're talking about and we discuss on how you can increase your revenue by 20 percent or more by just simply saying thank you alex is a veteran in the it industry having worked for leading tech firms, including Microsoft, Salesforce, Australia's leading telco, Telstra, over the last two decades. And he is an inventor with a globally recognized patent in artificial intelligence. So let's get started. Hi, Alex. How are you today? Oh, thanks. Nice to catch you, Klaus. How are you? Very well. Alex, give me a bit of a background. What got you on the idea of bringing thank you back in the real world? Over probably the last decade or so, I've been working closely with retailers and different brands in various capacities. And I noticed that through that in digital marketing, we were doing everything we could to almost not talk to our customers. And if you think about it, we spent so much time saying, how do I automate this process? How do I actually try to make my customer think I care about them? But at the same time, we were disintermediating the human. And in COVID, we had quite a few lockdowns here. And what I noticed was that you had all these companies, regional ones, particularly producers, wineries, a whole lot of other organizations too that were missing out on foot traffic. And I thought, how do I actually bring that personal experience to them when we can't even physically go and visit them. The reason that's important is that from a brand perspective, you need to be able to have that connection with the customer. And I just felt maybe we just make it a bit more human and maybe not stop the automation, but also enhance the automation with being a person. Okay, makes perfect sense. Now for a small and medium business and for the bigger ones, they might think, okay, how can you do this? It might sound like a lot of workload to reach out personally to everyone that has become a customer, has ordered from you. Give me a bit of an idea. What was your idea on how to change that, how to make it easier? Certainly took me a while to think through. And at its heart, I thought, well, we know that video works really well for resonating with customers. You can just see the stats from different email marketing packages saying if you embed a video in it, then you'll get better open rates. And I thought, well, if we can make it a personal video, it's going to be even better. But the thing is, how do you do that at scale? And maybe talking through the problem statement might help you get a sense of how I tackled it. So if you think about it, if you're going to send a thank you to every customer, the first thing you'd need to do is figure out who was the customer. It was Klaus. What did Klaus buy? Well, Klaus bought four soy candles, a bottle of red. Okay, great. How many purchases Klaus made? What's his lifetime value? Where's the package going to? There's all this research that you need to do before you even start thinking about doing a video. Once you record the video, you've got to record it, which actually is pretty quick. You say, thank you and say, hey, Klaus, I saw you bought some soy candles and some wine and I hope you really like it. And here's a quick story about how I made the candles. 
But then once you've got the video, you've got to figure out how do I stick it in an email? How do I make sure it avoids spam filters? Because if it's a big attachment, it's going to get hit by a lot of spam filters along the way. How do I actually entice a customer to want to click on it and open it? And then what do I do to write an email that actually gets them again enticed to understand what it's about? The way I tackled it was, well, thought the video creation, if we can enable a store owner to send the thank you video, what if we automate everything around it? So in other words, do the research so they don't need to find out the customer lifetime value, what the products were and ordered. Provide that in a prompt so they can say thanks directly to their customer and literally as they're saying thanks, see exactly the talking points they should be saying. And then once they've hit send, pick the video up, put it into a branded email, send it to the customer. When they click the play button in the video, which is embedded in the email, it loads up a landing page, which is branded like their website and streams it to them. So again, avoiding any bandwidth issues they might have. What I tried to do was how do we actually go along and make it really, really easy for someone just to say thanks and then take care of all the other stuff that actually has to happen to deliver that. Thank you. Amazing. That's a very good solution. We're talking a lot about artificial intelligence these days, but really the personal experience with your customer, probably you can't top that with any algorithm. Now, you said there were a lot of things that you needed to find a solution first to make it work. Talk me through orders coming in. What's the next best step that a version needs to do to get the ball rolling? The actual app itself is on the Shopify marketplace. So someone can just install it. Once that happens, once they install it, it'll receive a feed of the orders. So you don't really need to do anything except you'll load up the mobile app, which is available on the Google and app stores. So you just download the mobile app, log in with the credentials that you set up on the little admin console that's embedded in your Shopify admin console. And then once you've logged in, you'll start seeing the orders and you literally just start hitting record. The email will go straight to your customer's email address that all the notifications are for shipping and it will come and appear as if it was from your email address as well. So it looks like it's come from you, Klaus, at your email address, not some random no reply. And that's important because you want customers to actually be able to reply. It's about being human as well. So that's how they get started. So the idea is that it very much is just click, click, wait for the order and then say thanks and get on with what you need to do is running a busy store. Are there any kind of pre-recorded bits and pieces that you can use like an intro or an outro or something? Not right now. And the reason for it is that I thought long and hard about it and thought, look, there's some really good technologies out there allow you to send a pre-recorded video. YouTube is probably the best one. So again, if you want to send a thank you video one to many, then if you use something like Vimeo or YouTube, they do that really, really well. And my thought was, look, thank you video isn't there to compete with those sorts of platforms. And equally, you can embed a video in your Clavio email sequence, but really getting the cut through. And one of the stats, if you think about it, things like 80% of consumers like will buy from a brand they've had a high emotional connection with. It's one of those things they'll always buy from them. 60 or so percent of consumers want to buy from brands that actually stand for something. And so it's very difficult to really, really cut through the noise when everyone's getting bombarded with messaging all the time. I've actually taken a very specific decision to say, actually, the time it takes to record the video is not actually a big problem. When you think about all the other stuff you need to do for your customer, spending a minute during fulfillment. So there's usually a couple of ways people do it, by the way. It might be either straight away after the order when it's being packed. I've got artists, for example, who say, hey, here's a poster or whatever you've bought from me. I'm packing it. I've wrapped it up and it's all protected. And they choose to do it there. Wineries often like to do it in the vineyard. So they'll actually 
do all of their normal fulfillment during the week, hop out on a Saturday morning for 10 or 15 minutes and shoot off 10 or 15 videos to their customers and just say thanks. And the reason for that is they can then stand in front of the grapes that have come off the vine that the wine is made from and actually say, hey, here's the vineyard. This is a little bit of a story about it. That portability the mobile app provides actually enables them to send it from a really strong on-brand location or a candle maker might do it from where they're actually making the candles rather than just in the office. Absolutely. Showing that you are really working in the workshop or producing the wine for sure increases the customer relationship with your brand. Obviously, we're not only want to say thank you. We're business people. We all want to increase our revenue or lifetime customer value. How can you use these videos to get people coming back buy more what's the best case scenarios there it's really interesting we've found that and if you think about it just as a normal human if someone says hey thanks i really appreciate it by the way here's a 10% off voucher for next time you buy it and you're literally in the store saying well why can't you just give me 10% off the order i've just paid you for there's a sort of a human reaction that says well hang on you've just said thanks but you've taken away that thank you by actually trying to ask me for something else and so Through our experiments and through our customers, what we've actually found, the best example is literally just to say thank you and be very authentic and very human about it and very appreciative. And through that, just simply doing that without any extra ask or extra call to action or extra request actually provides a whole other thing. So one of the things was we're finding anywhere from at the low end 12%, the high end 46% increase in repeat business literally just by saying thanks. So if you think about it, a traditional, or it's pretty typical and every industry is a bit different in retail, but it's usually between 15 and 30% of first-time customers will come back. So if you reverse the numbers, between 70 and 85% of first-time customers never come back to you. So if you can improve that by say 46%, like we've done with the winery and other businesses, What you're actually doing very quickly is moving the needle on your revenue just by getting people to have a nice affinity with your brand. The other thing we've found that it's helping a couple of things. First of all, positive reviews, because you've got that ability to, comes from you, Klaus, it's from you. Hey, Alex, thank you so much for your order. We're actually finding end customers are replying back to the stores saying, wow, I'm blown away that you've actually said thank you. I really appreciate it. And if you have a look at our Instagram, you'll see some of those snippets of those emails that customers are actually sending back. And at that point in time, the retailer can then say, hey, if you liked us that much, can you put a positive review on our Google or website or Trustpilot or whatever? And we had one who buy another winery. We seem to have a lot of wineries, but there's some great stories there where they had a customer buy online, they bought a couple of bottles, they received a thank you video, and then they were so delighted, they replied back to the winemaker saying, hey, look, we were coming up to the Barossa Valley, which is just out of Adelaide, if you know South Australia, but I noticed you're in Clare Valley, which is about 100 kilometres drive, can we come and see you? The winemaker said, yeah, absolutely, I'll organise a time, I don't have a cellar door, but I'll get you to come along. And they said, oh, by the way, We're going with another couple of friends. Could you come? Can we bring them along? And she's like, absolutely. They went along to that winery. So they detoured 100 kilometers from their trip to Barossa Valley. They still went there and checked out some wineries, added a trip to the Clare Valley and spent an extra $1,000 with her in person. So she turned a two-bottle wine purchase into $1,000 face-to-face purchase. And that was simply by having a very brief dialogue on that. And there's like countless other stories I've got from customers that are finding similar things. So it's really interesting that 
Even though, and I know this from being in digital marketing, it seems like, yeah, let's attach a call to action. Let's ask for something because we've got their attention. Why wouldn't we? It's actually really interesting when we observe the metrics and very much the feedback from retailers who are using it saying, actually, if we just say thanks, we know that either we get better reviews, we get more word of mouth customers, or they just come back because they loved us that much and they love the story behind the product that they felt they connected with us emotionally and as a result have actually come back for more. It's a really interesting question you've got. Um, but yeah, we're finding that just keeping it simple and saying thanks also makes it really efficient from a time perspective because you're just saying thanks and you're telling them a little bit about what they bought. 100%. It's an amazing example there. Just keep it simple and stupid and try to yeah. be humble and just human and don't be the hardcore salesperson who forces the client to more, which might leave a bitter taste. You talk about the winemaker there, candle maker. Who would be the perfect person to send out that message? Because some organizations, they have their VAs. They might sit in the Philippines or wherever in the world. Who's the best person to send out that message? Yeah, really a couple of things. And I might actually answer the question a bit broader and say, what's the right type of business as well? Because I think there's both the type of business which fits this really well, but then there's also the actual individual. First of all, the type of business, first of all, this, what I can say is where this doesn't work is where there's not really an emotional bond in as part of the transaction. So if you think about a, a commodity USB key memory stick purchase on eBay, typically the customer is just looking for a solution. They don't really want to dialogue about the merits of that particular USB memory key, right? So they're not a great fit. And that leads me to the point that If it's a real commodity type product that has no major differentiation and probably not a lot of emotional connection, it's not a great fit because customers are often buying based on price or other factors such as just you're going to get it to me in, in a day. So whatever, that'll be fine and I'll move on. And I'm not planning to come back to you for a second purchase. So where it works really well is businesses that are actually have figured out their customer acquisition cost is necessary. They probably need to get repeat purchases. The logical ones are businesses that sell consumable products. So in other words, products that you consume in some shape or form. So hence wineries, because the wine gets drunk and then customers are looking for another one. And interestingly in wine, customers often they like to try lots of different wine brands. So the problem for that particular industry is they could spend all this money acquiring the customer to then sell them a set of six bottles, but the customer will never come back even if they like the product. And so it's about how do I get an emotional connection with them that actually wants them, that makes them come back. So I think there's a couple of things. So first of all, you need to be in a business whereby your product can be consumed in some shape or and I've got fashion retailers like small sort of startup brands that have a really lovely story about the fabric and the environmental credentials of what they do. And what they're able to do is say, well, if you've bought my T-shirt, maybe you'll buy maybe another T-shirt or other things because even though they're not specifically consumable, they've got a product catalogue that is amenable to buying more than once off them. So you've got this business model has to be built around repeat purchases and necessity of saying we actually want to drive that relationship. I think the next question then back to your question is who's the right person? Well, there's a couple of things. Obviously, if you as if you're small, then often the owner can do it. And that's fantastic if that's possible. But one of the things that we did on the platform very, very deliberately was make sure that if you think about it as an end customer, you receive this email. Um, it's from the brand. It's from, hey, Klaus, it's Alex from whatever business, Alex's books has sent you a thank you video. 
click here to watch it and they click on that thumbnail. The thing is though, the landing page is branded. So it's got a watermark on the video, which is from the brand, as well as the landing page itself is fully looking like your website. And that's all configurable in the console. And the reason for that is so that you don't need to have the business owner do it. So in other words, it can be someone who is maybe not the owner, but it's someone connected to the brand. And because they've got the branding over it, it helps make sure that it still looks authentic. The key thing is though, that you want that story. So whoever is saying it, you want them to have an anecdote or two about the product or the business or something that's going to help with that emotional connection. So although it's always nice if it's the business owner, because as the end customer, you go, wow, I can't believe you sent me that video. Thank you so much. It's something really special. It actually doesn't need to be. And we've got companies that are doing, I'd say, hundreds of orders a day. And what they do is they filter them out and they say, let's just do first-time customer welcomes or high-value, like over $500 orders. So they don't send them to everyone. But what they'll do is they'll say, look, here's the person who's going to send it. We know they've got a really nice spiel about our brand or our business. And so the key thing is that we get someone to be able to form that emotional connection. So it could be a VA, as long as they're pretty well briefed on what you stand for, because this is all about trying to form that emotional bond. Those are the things like Deloitte did a report recently. It's the emotional connection that actually drives the brand loyalty. It's not how many points balance someone has on a loyalty system. It's actually, do they really care about you? You've got to have someone who can do that. And it's actually really not that hard because if you have a passion about your product, you just tell them about it. It works pretty easily. So you don't need, you certainly don't need a degree. You just need a passion. 100%. No, I think that there was a lot of gold nuggets in what you just said. So it can be just a person who's packing these things saying, hey, I'm just packing your order here it does not necessarily be the owner of the company, which might in some cases be a problem. Now you said it's a Shopify app. It's also a mobile app. How does the implementation and the setup work? So in the Shopify marketplace, you just do a search for thank you video and then you hit the install button. What that does is it'll bring inside your admin console. You'll find then the admin console for thank you video app. So if I'm saying admin a few times, but for everyone who knows Shopify, you click on in the apps and then you've got that little box where, you know, that space wherever the apps are that you can go along and just control. So inside that, you've got then, it, it will show you a feed of all of your orders that have come through to Thank You Video. It also enables you to create new users. So for example, if it's not just you, the business owner, you might have two or three people doing packing or whatever it might be. You create an account for them so that they can then log into the mobile app. So There's inside that, there's a link to the via a QR code and also a hyperlink off to the Google and Apple stores. They download that mobile app onto their mobile device. And the reason for that is portability because then they can go to a really good brand specific location because you don't want to be sending a thank you video from a boring office. It doesn't really help. You want to be in the packing room, in the showroom, in the vineyard, in your artist's sort of residence, if that's what you do. So you download the mobile app and from there, it literally just receives a feed of the orders. You can filter based on order value, if it's a first-time customer, those sorts of things, and you just pick through and decide which ones you want to send a thank you to. You just record your message. You can see everything you need to say. You hit send, and then we take care of everything else, all the branding, the delivery, avoiding spam, all that sort of stuff. And then that way, your customers get a great experience. And by then, you're well on to the next customer. Sounds pretty straightforward. Tell me a little bit of the pricing. 
The pricing is based on the amount of orders you do. And the reason for it is that we thought, look, what's the best way to be able to make this as cost effective for businesses that don't do a lot of work? So there's a startup plan that's $12.90 a month, allows you to do 25 or so cents. So if you have an amazing month and you spike up to 100, you're not going to get stopped. You can just keep going. But the idea is just try and find a plan that matches roughly your turnover. So I think the highest plan's $30 or $40 a month. You can get through an awful lot of videos in that time. The idea really is we want to make it as simple as possible businesses to go along and say thanks to their customers with minimal blockers to do that. So we didn't want to have a big expensive plan, even though we probably could because it's actually a real turnkey solution. There's no one else that does this particularly or specifically for e-commerce. So it is actually the only app that does it. It's fully tuned because of that prompting in the mobile app that's very unique. But the deliberate decision was let's keep it cost effective. Let's let customers send out as many thank yous as possible and ultimately just make the world a nicer place by just being human and saying thanks. So the heart of the business is actually just bringing joy to e-commerce and forgetting all the dollars and cents. The thing that makes me happiest is when I see a customer of mine. So one of our customers who's just forwarded me an email saying, I'm so delighted the fact that my customer is delighted about the experience and thank you for doing that. In many respects, that's what actually keeps it going. It's just a really nice thing to be doing in business. No, definitely connects connects you to revenue, which is great to see. (laughs) <laughs> it definitely connects you on a very nice level with your customer. And I said, it's a win-win situation for both sides. Where can people yes. find out more about the app? Yeah, so a couple of ways. So if you're on Instagram, that's actually not a bad way because if you do a, a search for thank you underscore video, then you can see things like the customer testimonials. You can also see sample example videos just to give you an idea of what different businesses, what they're sending out to their customers, just getting an idea of those. That's a good way. Our website is, if you go thank you video dot app dot that's app so thank you video dot app that gives you obviously everything on the website in terms of some case studies references more stats there's quite a lot of research we've done around everything from profitability of doing this one of the stats was something like the basket value was i think we found like 240 dollars for repeat purchases versus 140 so significantly higher value on repeat purchases so there's a lot of content on the website And of course, if you just want to get started, just jump on the Shopify website on their app marketplace and just type in thank you video and you'll find us there too. Cool. I will put the links in the show notes as always, then you're just one click away. And I watch the Instagram videos. They speak for themselves. The idea is great, straightforward. Let's hope that a lot of merchants just will give it a try and I'm sure they will be convinced it's a good idea. Alex, thanks so much for your time and talk soon. Thanks, Klaus. Appreciate it. Catch you later. And that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found today's episode informative and actionable. As a reminder, we have a growing community of e-commerce professionals where you can share your insights, ask questions and learn from other merchants. If you're interested in joining, please visit our website at ecommercecoffeebreak.com and sign up for the community. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast to stay updated on the latest marketing trends and strategies for Shopify e-commerce merchants. See you next time.